Welcome to Season 3 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 166 is entitled The Road to Power, Machiavellian Pragmatism, Rule Number 17, Argumentum Ad Baculum. Argumentum Ad Baculum, the Latin form, is a logical fallacy better known as appeal to the stick or appeal to fear, or appeal to force. Slander and character assassination are forms of argumentum ad baculum. Any form of threat, coercion, pressure, constraint, duress, oppression, menace, abuse, jeopardy, or badgering as a form of persuasion is a form of argumentum ad baculum. It is entirely unrelated to fairness, justice, fair play, honesty, integrity, or truth. As with all other Machiavellian rules, none consider morality, right and wrong, just and unjust, good and evil, fair and unfair, truth or lies, moral or immoral. They are all dominated by the central rule that the ends justify the means. Rule number 17 of Machiavellian pragmatism encourages one to attack the individual's character if necessary to achieve the desired end, rather than to attend the issue at hand. In a practical sense, Machiavelli urges that you keep an undesirable person from a particular position. Machiavelli said, If he could not have made Pope him who he wished, at least the one whom he did not wish would not have been elected. Niccolo Machiavelli, the Prince. To update that to our time as related to the Judge Kavanaugh hearing, it would be, Only appoint judges to the Supreme Court or other high positions who support your views. Use any means to prevent anyone from being appointed to positions of authority who do not agree with your opinions. The entire nation witnessed a scurrilous example of argumentum ad baculum in the Senate hearing of the appointment of Judge Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court. It was not an interview for a high office. It was a vicious, unprecedented attack on his character without proof, without evidence, without witnesses except the accusers. His outstanding credentials, his impeccable defense, and the numberless attestations to his high moral character meant nothing to the left. It was a Salem witch trial in which the witch was already convicted. 100% of the Democratic senators assumed his guilt and praised the brave witness who came forth to testify against him. She mysteriously came forth as a witness after all other attempts to discredit Judge Kavanaugh had failed. It was on record that the Democratic Senator's purpose was to destroy Kavanaugh's chances for the Supreme Court at any cost. First, we learned that there was an organized effort to disrupt the meeting. Senator Tillis revealed, Senator Tillis, Mr. Chairman, I am confused because I heard earlier that this was a reaction to the document releases last night. But I am reviewing a tweet from NBC that said, Democrats plotted coordinated protest strategies over the holiday weekend. All agreed to disrupt and protest the hearing, sources tell me, and subsequent Democratic leader Chuck Schumer led a phone call and committee members are executing now. The accusation was denied, of course, yet the evidence proves to the contrary. Let me quote a small portion of an early attempt to sabotage the proceedings. Chairman Grassley I know this is an exciting day for all of you here, Senator Blumenthal, Mr. Chairman. Chairman Grassley, continuing, 
and you are rightly proud of Judge Senator Blumenthal. Mr. Chairman, if we cannot be recognized, I move to adjourn. Chairman Grassley, the American people. Senator Blumenthal, Mr. Chairman, I move to adjourn. Disturbance in the hearing room. Chairman Grassley continuing. We'll hear directly from Judge Kavanaugh later this afternoon. Senator Blumenthal. Mr. Chairman, I move to adjourn. This went on and on and on. The obvious attempt was to stop the nomination so that it would be postponed until a change of administration could appoint a new judge. Not one of the alleged witnesses supported Dr. Ford's accusations. Even her longtime friend denied even knowing Judge Kavanaugh, who was a teenager at the time. Using Judge Kavanaugh's words, To repeat, all of the people identified by Dr. Ford as being present at the party have said they do not remember any such party ever happening. Importantly, her friend, Miss Kaiser, has not only denied knowledge of the party, Miss Kaiser said, under penalty of felony, she does not know me, does not recall ever being at a party with me, ever. And my two male friends, who were allegedly there, who knew me well, have told this committee under penalty of felony that they do not recall any such party and that I never did or would do anything like this. Dr. Ford's allegation is not merely uncorroborated. It is refuted by the very people she says were there, including by a longtime friend of hers refuted. Those who are familiar with the McCarthy hearings understand the intensity. Judge Kavanaugh himself said to the Senate, Listen to the witnesses who allegedly were at this event 36 years ago. Listen to Ms. Kaiser. She does not know me. I was not at the party described by Dr. Ford. This confirmation process has become a national disgrace. The Constitution gives the Senate an important role in the confirmation process but you have replaced advice and consent with search and destroy. Since my nomination in July, there's been a frenzy on the left to come up with something, anything to block my confirmation. Shortly after I was nominated, the Democratic Senate leader said he would, quote, oppose me with everything he's got. A Democratic senator on this committee publicly referred to me as evil. Evil. Think about that word and said that those who supported me were, quote, complicit in evil. Another Democratic senator on this committee said, quote, Judge Kavanaugh is your worst nightmare. A former head of the Democratic National Committee said, quote, Judge Kavanaugh will threaten the lives of millions of Americans for decades to come. It was only after the attacks on his abilities failed that the smear tactics began. Judge Kavanaugh continued, if you couldn't take me out on the merits, when it was needed, this allegation was unleashed and publicly deployed over Dr. Ford's wishes. And then, and then, as no doubt was expected, if not planned, came a long series of false, last-minute smears designed to scare me and drive me out of the process before any hearing occurred. Crazy stuff. Gangs. Illegitimate children. Fights on boats in Rhode Island, all nonsense, reported breathlessly and often uncritically by the media. This has destroyed my family and my good name. 
a good name built up through decades of very hard work in public service at the highest levels of the American government. This whole two-week effort has been a calculated and orchestrated political hit fueled with apparent pent-up anger about President Trump and the 2016 election, fear that has been unfairly stoked about my judicial record, revenge on behalf of the Clintons, and millions of dollars in money from outside left-wing opposition groups. This is a circus. The consequences will extend long past my nomination. The consequences will be with us for decades. This grotesque and coordinated character assassination will dissuade competent and good people of all political persuasions from serving our country. And as we all know, in the United States political system of the early 2000s, what goes around comes around. Senator Graham said to Judge Kavanaugh, who had been accused of drunkenness, attempted rape, gang rape, and other assaults on women, all uncorroborated. Senator Graham, would you say you have been through hell? Judge Kavanaugh, I have been through hell and then some. Senator Graham, this is not a job interview. This is hell. This is going to destroy the ability of good people to come forward because of this crap. In Kavanaugh's case, of course, it wasn't Pope, but a new Supreme Court justice appointment. But the principle is the same. Social Democrats want only those who support abortion and other liberal policies on the Supreme Court. I listened to the hearings and then downloaded the entire transcript, which was nearly 3,000 pages long. Though I spent hours on it, I barely covered the highlights. The following four things emerged from the left. 1. Their hatred of President Trump. 2. Their desire to destroy Judge Kavanaugh because of his stand on Roe v. Wade. 3. Their desire to destroy Judge Kavanaugh because of his stand on the First Amendment. 4. Their desire to destroy Judge Kavanaugh because he believes the Constitution should be interpreted and protected, not rewritten according to evolving political ideology. Anyone who understands the charge to the Supreme Court knew that Road v. Wade was unconstitutional because it took away states' rights. The Supreme Court had no authority over the issue of abortion. The real issue was never abortion in terms of the Supreme Court. The issue was states' rights. A liberal Supreme Court went against the Constitution. The Democrats' fears were realized when Roe v. Wade was overturned. The same argumentative tactics were used after the ruling by threatening the justices who voted to overthrow Roe v. Wade. Threatening judges is against the Constitution, yet the liberal Congress did nothing. The intensity of the Judge Kavanaugh Inquisition was on another scale. Following the rules of Machiavelli, they encouraged meanness, cruelty, hypocrisy, crushing one's enemy, etc. It was pure character assassination without concern for truth. There was no consideration for his family or the cruelty to his children. The end was not justice for Dr. Ford, who many concluded that she had suffered a sexual assault by someone, but not by the then 17-year-old Judge Kavanaugh. The goal was to prevent Judge Kavanaugh from becoming a Supreme Court judge at all costs, even entirely dismissed in fairness, justice, rule of law, decency, integrity, etc. I once watched an injured duck being attacked by all the healthy ducks of the pond. Their intent was to run him off and to kill him if he did not leave. They pecked at him till he was bare of feathers, and then they held his head under water trying to drown him. 
That was just the kind of behavior I witnessed during the Kavanaugh Inquisition. One expects such behavior from birds. It is their nature. One does not expect it from human beings, especially not among those who sit in Congress determining the qualifications of a Supreme Court judge. I have been a student of logical fallacies for decades. Let me suggest that you review the Senate hearing as Judge Kavanaugh was persecuted. Of those 40 Machiavellian rules, the liberals during the Kavanaugh Inquisition also practiced Machiavellian rules number 15, number 31, number 16, number 17, number 18, and number 21. Those rules and more will be discussed in future podcasts. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.